Welcome to this week's episode of the Creeptastic Nerds. I am Justin Vaughn, joined as always by Jay and Tyler Gibson. Hello. Tyler's finally back with us. <laughs> I don't know if my mic's on. My mic's not on. Oh, Tyler's mic was down. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't even hear me say hello or anything. Damn. Yeah, Tyler's finally back with us. All right, on this week's episode, we're actually going to cover a serial killer, finally. Samuel Little. I didn't know anything about him. But Tyler's going to read out, read some more jokes for us. I yeah, mean, Tyler will be doing his job today. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry I have a life. The podcast is live, Tyler. Pod life, bro. <laughs> Pod life meta. <laughs> I like that, Jay. Oh, dude. <coughs> so this is a weird way of doing jokes, but it says, Boy number one, I'd like to take over the clown's job. Boy number two, those are big shoes to fill. <laughs> wow. We're in for some doozies. Oh, yeah. Why did the bubble leave the bath? Why? He was looking for his pop. Wow. These are shitty jokes. Oh, it gets better. Because now we're back to boy one, boy two thing again. Boy one, I was asked to be in a movie. Boy two, so did you do it? Boy one, no way. I didn't want to be in the cast. Wow. Or in a cast, let me phrase that. In a wow. cast. Wow. I know these are shitty jokes, but they're supposed to be the most funniest jokes ever. Uh, what did one wall say to the other? What? I'll meet you at the corner. <laughs> <coughs> Co pilot, sir, we're now going faster than the speed of sound. Pilot, what? Uh, These are so bad. <coughs> Why did the painter go into the clothing store? Why? He wanted a second coat. <laughs> Justin's fucking done with these already. Oh, <laughs> He's rough, man. The Halloween ones are at least funny. Are they at least so stupid you laugh because they're so stupid? These ones so far have been kind of... Shit. Wah, wah, wah. Uh... What stays in the corner and travels over the world? What? A stamp. What stays in the corner and travels all over the world? A stamp. <laughs> These jokes are so bad. <laughs> uh, who never gets paid for a day's work? Who? A night watchman. Oh, wow. True that. Oh, boy. They're just getting shittier and shittier. Uh, what does a, when does a doctor get mad? When? When he runs out of patience. <laughs> so Are you down to the bottom of that page? Uh, I've got like two left. Okay. Um, why do opera singers make such great sailors? What? Because they know how to hit the high seas. Oh, boy. These, these are fucking... Terrible. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I hope these get better. It's just what goes. What kind of locomotive needs a tissue? What? A choo-choo train. A choo-choo train. A choo-choo. <laughs> these don't get any better. Oh my god, yeah. We're, we're just going to call that. Anyways, done. since it is the month like, of November, the month of Thanksgiving, I uh, actually found some turkey facts. Or Thanksgiving facts. Gobble, gobble. 
The first turkey trot dates back to the 1980s, or 1890s. Uh, Buffalo, New York was the first city to host a turkey trot on Thanksgiving morning in 1896. Only six runners participated in the race that year, running on stretches of dirt road for roughly five miles. Jesus. Huh. <coughs> uh, Thanksgiving was originally celebrated in mid-October. I did uh, not know that. The first Thanksgiving celebration wasn't in November at all. In fact, some historians suggest it was held in mid-October. Similar to the present-day Canadian Thanksgiving, it was President Lincoln who set the November date in order to coincide with the Pilgrims landing on Plymouth Rock. Makes sense. Yeah. <coughs> uh, pumpkin pie isn't actually Thanksgiving's favorite pie. The dessert has been an important part of Thanksgiving meals since the 1700s. However, the American Pie Council is putting an end to the pumpkin versus apple pie debate. According to its research, apple pies are America's favorite, with pumpkin coming in second place. Huh. What's your favorite? Is it pumpkin or is it apple? To be fair, I actually like both. Do you know what I like more than both of those? (coughs) Chocolate cream pies. You know what? I don't, but I do like a good cheesecake. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> hey, that. hey, hey. That needs to be saved for the next episode. <laughs> All right. Our topic today, Samuel Little. Hold on. Let me get back here. Boom, 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 boom. Man, before Justin goes any further when Jay was reading, I'm going to smoke upward and it just rolled down straight on yeah, Justin. It literally just like, <laughs> I could literally watch it just roll <laughs> down right into my face. <laughs> I was trying to not blow it into his face and just like, nah, you... <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Ready to celebrate. All right, Samuel Little was an American serial killer who confessed to murdering 93 women between 1970 and 2005. The Federal Bureau of Investigations... FBI. Violent Criminal Apprehension Program... VICAP. (laughs) ...has confirmed Little's involvement in at least 60 of the 93 confessed murders. The largest number of confirmed victims... For any serial killer in United States history. That is fucking crazy. Samuel Little was born as Samuel McDowell on June 7, 1940 in Reynolds, Georgia. Little claimed that his mother, Bessie Mae Little, was a teenage prostitute who had abandoned him. Authorities believe that she might have given birth to him while she was in jail. The census from the, from the year Little was born said Bessie Mae worked as a maid and his father was 19-year-old Paul McDowell. Soon after his birth, Little's family moved to Lorain, Ohio, where he was brought up mainly by his grandmother. He attended Hawthorne Junior High School, where he had problems with discipline and achievement. By his own account, began having sexual fantasies about strangling women as a child, starting when he saw his kindergarten teacher touch her neck as a teenager. He collected true crime magazines depicting the choking of women. Whoa, in, fucked up. in 1956, after being convicted of breaking and entering into property in Omaha, Nebraska, Little was held in an institution for juvenile offenders. His mother was listed as the on the booking card as whereabouts unknown. Little moved to Florida to live with his mother in the late 1960s. And by his own account, he was working at various times as a c- cemetery worker and an ambulance attendant. He said he then began traveling more widely and had more run-ins with the law, being arrested in eight states for crimes that included driving under the influence, 
fraud, shoplifting, solicitation, armed robbery, aggravated assault, and rape. Little claimed that he took up boxing during his time in prison, referring to himself as a former prize fighter. <clears throat> Before we go any further, I want to say the names that I have other than Samuel McDowell and Samuel Little for him, which is, one is the choke and stroke killer in Mr. Sam. Yeah. In 1961, Little was sentenced to three years of prison for breaking into a furniture store in the rain. He was released in 1964. By 1975, he had been arrested 26 times in 11 states for crimes including theft, assault, attempted rape, fraud, and attacks on government officials. Holy shit! In 1982, Little was arrested in... I'm sorry, but you've been arrested that many times. You think they put and you for in attacks on government officials and everything else, and they just keep letting you get out? No okay. shit. In 1982, Little was arrested in Pascagoula, Mississippi, as he faced charges for the murder of 22-year-old Melinda Rose LaPierre, who had gone missing in September of that year. A grand jury declined to indict him for the murder. However, while under investigation, Little was extradited (coughs) to Florida and tried for the murder of 26-year-old Patricia Ann Mount, whose body was found in September 1982. Prosecution... Witnesses identified Little in court as a person who spent time with Mount on the night before her disappearance. Due to the mistrust of witness testimonies, Little was acquitted in January 1984. Jesus! Little moved to California where he stayed in the vicinity of San Diego. In October of 84, he was arrested for kidnapping, beating, and strangling 22-year-old Lorraine Burroughs, who survived. One month later, was found dead by police in the backseat of his car. With an unconscious woman also beaten and strangled in the same location as the attempted murder of Barrows. Little served two and a half years in prison for both crimes. Upon his release in February 1987, he immediately moved to Los Angeles and committed at least 10 additional murders. Little was arrested on September 5th, 2012. 2012. 2012. 2012. Louisville, Kentucky, and extradited to California to face a narcotics charge, after which authorities used DNA testing to establish that he was involved in the murders of Linda Alford, killed on July 13, 1987. I told you, that shit rolls right down to me. It really did. I watched it. Guadalupe Darty, I don't know, killed on September 3rd, 1987. Audrey Nelson Everett killed on August 14th, 1989. All three women were killed and later found on the streets of Los Angeles. He was extradited to Los Angeles where he was charged on January 7th, 2013. A few months later, the police said that Little was being investigated for for involvement in three dozen murders committed in the 1980s which until then had been undisclosed. In connection with the new circumstances in Mississippi, the La Prairie murder case was reopened. In total, Little was tested for involvement in 93 murders of women committed in many U.S. states. That's insane. He kept getting released. That's my thing. Like, Why'd they keep letting him go? No shit. You think they'd have him in a maximum security prison for the rest of his life? Yes. That's... Exactly, dude. How the fuck did he... I mean, he would attack government officials. He should have been in jail. Government officials, man. Like, come on. 
I still feel bad for Justin every time I smoke now and blow it up one because it goes straight. It, it's him. it's just insane though when you think about it. Like he was tried twice for different murders, and he was he was let go. He was tried both fucking times. <clears throat> he was tried multiple times, multiple murders getting let go. Little was tried for the murders of Alfred Nelson and Apataka in September 2014. The prosecution presented the DNA evidence as well as testimony of witnesses who were attacked by the accused at different times throughout their criminal career. On September 25, 2014, Little was found guilty and was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. On the day of the verdict, Little continued to insist on his innocence. Before his death, Little was serving a sentence at California State Prison, Los Angeles County. I'm going to say this now. We literally had a serial killer conversation or like killer conversation period at work the other day. And I said all serial killers will plead innocence or play the victim until there's enough concrete evidence against them. Then they'll blubber like a baby. And then that's when people know it's true. On November 9, 2018, Little confessed to the 1996 fatal strangulation of Melissa Thomas. On November 13, 2018, Little was charged with the 94 murder of Denise Christie Brothers in Odessa, Texas after having confessed the crime to a Texas Ranger in May 2018. Little pleaded guilty to the murder of Brothers on December 13th and received another life sentence. The Ector County, Texas District Attorney and Wise County, Texas Sheriff Office announced on November 13th that Little had confessed to dozens of murders and may have committed more than 90 across 14 states between 1970 and 2005. That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. Like, you realize how long that period is? And he was just getting away with it and get, get, kept getting released and kept getting released. Like, what the fuck? On November 15, 2018, the Russell County, Alabama District Attorney announced that Little had earlier that month confessed to the 1979 murder of 23-year-old Brenda Alexander, whose body was found in Phoenix City, Alabama, Alabama on November 16, 2018. Macon, Georgia sheriffs announced that Little had credibly confessed to the 1977 strangling murder of an unidentified woman and the 1982 strangling murder of 18-year-old Fredona Smith in the fall of 2018 Little confessed to the 1982 murder of 55 year old Dorothy Richards and the 1996 murder of 40 year old Daisy McGuire Was she related to Lizzie? <laughs> Both of their bodies were found in Houma, Louisiana And just the age difference of all these victims <clears throat> Right, they're not the same age so it's not the same MO Variety of range I mean it's the same MO when it comes to gender but not the age group. Not the age group, and a lot of them seems like he sh- really like strangling them. That's why they called him the choking stroke. Yeah. I mean, so the same MO. The only thing difference is the age, age group. Yeah. On November 19, 2018, Harrison County, Mississippi Sheriff Troy Peterson said that Little had confessed to strangling 36 year old Julia Critchfield in the Gulfport area in 78 and dumping her body off a cliff. On November 20. 20- 20th, 2018, Lee County, Mississippi law enforcement officials <coughs> announced that Little had admitted to killing 46-year-old Nancy Carol Stevens in Tupelo, Tupelo Mississippi in 2005, and the case would be presented to a grand jury in January 2019. On November 21st, 
2018 in Richmond County, South Carolina, authorities announced that Little had confessed to murdering 19-year-old Evelyn Weston, whose body was found near Fort Jackson, South Carolina in 78. Little confessed to having killed 20-year-old Rosie Hill in Marion County, Florida in 82. How did nobody at Fort Jackson see this corpse? I don't know. Because Fort Jackson <coughs> is literally near Fort Jackson. I don't know. On November 27, 2018, the Federal Bureau of Investigation announced yeah. that a violent crime apprehension program team had confirmed 34 <laughs> of Little, Little's confessions and was working to match the remainder of Little's confessions to no murders or suspect or suspicious deaths. Little ha- began making the confessions in exchange for a transfer out of Los Angeles County Prison in which he was being held. One included his confession to a previous cold case homicide in Prince Georgia Prince George's County, Maryland. Previously one of only two homicide cases in that county with unidentified victims. In December 2018, Little was indicted is indicted indicted that can't say they can't talk and indicted for strangling linda sue boards 23 to death in may 1981 in warren county kentucky her body was found on may 15 1981 near u.s route 68 one of little's victims was identified in december 2018 as martha cunningham of knox county tennessee who was 34 years old when Little murdered her in 1975. This picture says she's out there hustling. Yeah. On May 31st, 2019, Cuyoga County, Ohio, prosecutors announced indictments with four counts of aggravated murder and six counts of kidnapping that accused Little of killing Mary Jo Payton in 84 and Rose Evans in 91 and in Cleveland. Both victims were strangled and dumped. The body of Rose Evans, 32, was found on August 24th in 91, a day after my birthday, by the way. Yeah. In a vacant lot on East 39th Street, she left her hometown of Birmingham, New York, when she was 17. Evans had been strangling, according, had been strangled, according to a coroner, Elizabeth K. Balraj. As for Peyton, an anthropologist had created a model of what she looked like, but she remained unidentified until 92 when Cleveland put her thumbprint in an FBI database and got a match. Little picked up Peyton at a bar near East 105th and Euclid Avenues. He described her as a short, plump woman in her 20s with brown hair. Little confessed to killing another Cleveland woman in 77 or 78. The woman murdered in 77 or 78 was found on March 18th of 83 in Willoughby Hills, Ohio according to the National Missing an, identi- an identi- unidentified person systems. She was likely black and somewhere between 17 and 35 years old. The woman's body had been dumped down a greasy or greasy, grassy slope near a fence in a wooded area just off Interstate 271. When the body was found by a man walking his dog, only her skeleton, some clothing, and jewelry remained. Little confessed to killing one woman in. Akron, Ohio, two in Cincinnati. One of the bodies was dumped outside of Columbus, Ohio, and one he met in Columbus and disposed of in Kentucky. Of the two women Little murdered in Cincinnati, one was identified as Anna Stewart, 33, whose body was dumped in Grove City, Ohio. 
Stewart was last seen on October 6, 1981, getting out of a cab at General Hospital to see her sister in the hospital, now University of Cincinnati Academic Health Center. She was killed on October 11th. He killed the other woman between 1980 and 1999. The Jane Doe was anywhere between 15 to 50. As the details of her age and the date of her murder was unclear. She was black, slender, wore glasses, and lived in the over-the-Rhine neighborhood of Cincinnati with a heavy female Hispanic. Little left her beside a cigarette billboard in Ohio. On, Jan on June 7th, 2019, Little was indicted. Indicted. Indicted in Hamilton County, Ohio, for murdering the two women killed in Cincinnati. <coughs> Little had drawn portraits of many women he killed. These portraits were released by the FBI in hopes of someone identifying the woman, the women. At least one portrait solved a cold case in Akron, Ohio. In November 2020, Little confessed to two Florida murders, for one of which another man had been wrongfully convicted. On April 22, 2022, a woman, Little, killed in Memphis, Tennessee, whose body was found on the Arkansas side, Arkansas side of the Mississippi River in 1990 was identified as 30-year-old Gina Marie Jones. And I really just said Arkansas. <laughs> I know, I said it. <laughs> and I read that, and I was like, wait. I was, I was going to wait to make that joke of that one girl on the internet. America, explain. This one is Kansas. This one is Arkansas. Explain. Explain. Convicted murder victims. Little admitted to more than 93 different murders in total, and 60 have been formally connected to him by the police. The majority of Little's victims were prostitutes, drug addicts, or homeless individuals, and most of them were female. He claimed that he thought these persons would leave fewer clues for authorities to find and leave fewer persons to search for them. However, despite the scope of his offending, in total he has only... He was only charged and convicted for eight murders. Damn. Annie Lee Stewart, 32, was murdered on October 11, 1981 in Cincinnati, Ohio. Little strangled her and disposed of her body in the woods behind some apartments off Queen Anne Place in Grove City. Little, in Grove City. Little was convicted of her murder on August 23, 2019. Mary Jo Payton, 21, was murdered sometime in 84. After she encountered Little at a bar in Cleveland, Ohio, Little claimed that he and Peyton left a bar together and then he took her to an abandoned factory. He choked her there before throwing her body down a basement staircase. Two workers from a nearby company discovered her dead on July 3rd of 84. A few weeks later, Little was convicted of the murder on August 23rd of 2019. Carol Linda Alford, 41, was murdered by Little in Los Angeles, California. Authorities discovered... Little's first DNA match on her underwear and under her fingernails. On July 13, 1987, her body was discovered in a Los Angeles alley. From the waist down, she was nude. Her daughter recognized her body. She had been strangled to death, an autopsy indicated. <clears throat> she also experienced other wounds, such as a punch-related head injury from blunt force. Little was found guilty of the crime on September 25, 2014. Guadalupe Apodaca, 46, was found on September 3rd of 89 in an abandoned auto repair shop in Los Angeles, California after a boy kicking a soccer ball against a building peered into the windows and saw her body. Authorities determined that Little kneeled on her chest and strangled her with his hands. 
causing her to have a seizure. She was nude from the waist down and had blood in her anal cavity as well as DNA linked little to the crime and he was convicted in September 25, 25th, 2014. Audrey Nelson Everett, 35, was found in a dumpster behind a nightclub and restaurant in Los Angeles, California on August 14, 1989. There was nothing found that could be used to identify her body, which was naked from the waist down. She had been repeatedly hit in the head before being forcefully strangled, according to an autopsy. Additionally, she had road burns that suggested she had been pulled on a hard surface most likely before she died, as well as a smashed spinal bone bruise, uh, smashed spinal bone, bruises on her belly that were also suggestive of punching the injuries on her back and the injuries on her back. According to coroner Dr. Eugene Carpenter's, testimony the woman had serious injuries from strangulation and a stomach injury that showed a sign of considerable force he continued these signs of force are the greatest that i've i've i have seen in the in a 27 year practice in a county which has its share of strangulation cases dna under her fingernails linked little to the crime and he was convicted on september 25th 2014 Gina marie jones dirty was a woman found murdered in west memphis arkansas on July 28, 1990, after going missing on July 6 from Memphis, Tennessee, on the Arkansas side of the Mississippi River close to the shore, and about 8 feet from the river's mile marker, 722.2, a fisherman discovered the victim. Little admitted to killing her and provided a sketch in 2018. He claimed she was a prostitute who was between the age of 28 and 29 that he had picked, up, picked her up at the Memphis, Tennessee Motel as a Memphis police car passed him. He choked her while they were in his car. He then dropped her, the victim into the river once he entered Arkansas and pulled up to a bridge. Jesus. On August 23, 2019, he was found guilty of her homicide. He was identified in April, 20, April 2022 after family noticed a resemblance between the composite sketch drawn by Little and Jones. Rose Evans, 32, was murdered in Cleveland, Ohio on or around August 24, 1991. Little encountered Evans while driving and offered her a ride. Then, in an abandoned area, he strangled her in his car before dumping her body in a lot and covering it with two tires. He was convicted of her murder in on August 23, 2019. Denise Christie Brothers, 32, was a mother of two who was found killed in Odessa, Texas on February 2, 94. Brothers had been reported missing on January 1, 94, according to District Attorney. Bobby Bland. She had been strangled. Little pleaded guilty to killing her, receiving his fourth life sentence for it on December 13, 2018. Alright. Suspected murder victims. According to the FBI, Little confessed to the murders of the following individuals. He provided sketches for 26 of them. Now, all these individuals have been confirmed to be linked to specific known murders unless noted. Mary Jo Brosley. December 31st, 1970, Homestead, Florida. Linda, 1971, Miami, Florida. Marianne, 1971 to 72, Miami, Florida. Unnamed black female, 1971 to 72, Miami, Florida. Unnamed white female, 1972, Prince George's County, Maryland. Um, named white female, 1973, in Kendall, Florida. 
Sarah Brown, 1973, in New Orleans, Louisiana. Unnamed black female, 1974, Savannah, Georgia. Unnamed black female, 1974, Cincinnati, Ohio. Emily. Emily. Oh, my bad. Emily, mid-1970s, Miami, Florida. Unnamed black female, 1975, Knoxville, Tennessee. Unnamed black female, 1976 or 77, in... Wichita Falls, Texas, and then if my phone would work, Joe in nineteen seventy six or nineteen seventy nine in Granite City, Illinois. Unnamed black female nineteen seventy six to seventy nine East St Louis, Illinois. Unnamed black female nineteen seventy six to seventy nine or nineteen ninety three, Houston, Texas. Yvonne Pless nineteen seventy seven, Macon, Georgia. Dang, why did that next one like really long? I don't know. Where did I hear? Claire Birdlong, 1977, Pascalua, Mississippi. Unnamed black female, 1977. Oh, that's why. Her last name is like super long. Yeah, Yeah. and then Cleveland, Ohio. And then unnamed black female in 1977 and 1978 in Plant City, Florida. Unnamed black female, 1977 or 1982, Charleston, South Carolina. Patricia Parker, 1980, 81, Dade County, Georgia. Unnamed black female, 1980-84, Gulfport, Mississippi. Unnamed black female, 1981, Atlanta, Georgia. Unnamed white female, 1982, in New Orleans, Louisiana. And unnamed black female, Autumn of 1982, New Orleans, Louisiana. Melinda Mindy LaPrey, 1982, Pascal. Kalua, Mississippi. I said that right earlier. I cannot fucking say it right now. <laughs> Unnamed white female, Atlanta, Georgia. Unnamed female, 1984, near Columbus, Ohio. Unnamed black female, 84, Atlanta, Georgia. Linda Bennett, May 1988, in Owenton, Kentucky. And, Jesus Christ. Gina Jones and Priscilla Baxter Jones, in July 6th of 1990 and 1997, in West Memphis, Arkansas. Unnamed black female, 1984, San Bernardino, California. Unnamed black female, 1984, Fort Myers, Florida. Go ahead and read that third one there. Unnamed black female, 1984, Tampa, Florida. Francis Campbell, 84, Savannah, Georgia. Unnamed black female, 87, Los Angeles, California. Another unnamed black female, 87, Los Angeles, California. Another unnamed black female, 1987, Los Angeles, California. Then you have Granny in 1987, Los Angeles, California. Another unnamed black female, 1987, in Los Angeles, California. Another unnamed black female in 1987, in Los Angeles, California. Unnamed black female, 1987, to early 90s. Monroe, Louisiana, unnamed Hispanic female, 88 or 96, Phoenix, Arizona. Jolanda Jones, 1994, Pine, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Jeez. Alice Denise Duvall, June 11th, 91, Los Angeles, California. Roberta Tandridge, 91, Akron, Ohio. Unnamed black female, 91, 92, Los Angeles, California. Unnamed black female, 92, Los Angeles, California. Unnamed black female, 92 to 93, in Los Angeles, California. 
Unnamed Hispanic female in 92 to 93 in Los Angeles, California. There's a lot of them in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Unnamed black female, 92 to 93, or April 21st, April 21st, 1994. North Little Rock, Arkansas. Unnamed black female, 1993, Las Vegas, Nevada. Unnamed black female, 1996, Los Angeles, California. Back to you, Jay. Key money. (laughs) (laughs) Unnamed white female, 96, Los Angeles, California. Unnamed black female, 96, Los Angeles, California. And then Anne, in 1997, in Phoenix, Arizona. Unmatched confessions. Samuel Little claimed to have strangled more than 93 people between 1970 and 2005, though many of his victims' deaths were first ruled as accidental or overdoses. Many of Little's victims' bodies were never found, and the confessions he provided, along with a sketch, could not be matched to a known missing person. Miami, Florida, 71-72. Little confessed to strangling an 18- or 19-year-old black woman... 71 or 72, and leaving her body in Everglades near Highway 27. Little remembered her name as Mary Ann or Mary Ann. She was between 5'6 and 5'7, weighing about 140 pounds. Little did not believe her body was ever found. Little sketched his victim during one of his confessions in 2019. Little Rock, Arkansas, 1992 or 94. Little confessed to strangling a 24-year-old black woman. In 92 or 94, she was between 5'5 and 5'7, weighed about 200 pounds. Little recalled he stayed with her for about three days as they shoplifted together and that her name may have been Ruth. Little was arrested for shoplifting from Kroger by Little Rock Police on April 20th of 94. Little said that after killing her, he placed her body on a pile of branches near a cornfield. Little sketched the victim during one of his confessions in 2019. Cummington, Kentucky, 1984, Little confessed to a strang- to strangling a 25-year-old white female outside of a strip club in 1984. Little remembered that she, remembered she had short blonde hair, blue eyes, and a hippie appearance. She was 5'6 to 5'7 and weighed between 130 and, one, and 170 pounds. He drove the woman south on Interstate 75 toward Miami, Florida, before driving into a hill at to, into a hilly area near the highway. After killing her in the backseat of his car, he left her body on the top of the small hill. Little sketched the, this victim during one of his confessions in 2019. In December 2022, Jane Doe, who was killed in May 1988, was identified as Linda Bennett, age 38. Las Vegas, Nevada, 93. Little confessed to strangling a thin black female Around 40 years old in 93, she was about 5'5 five five and weighed 110 to 120 pounds. Little recalled she may have worn a wig over short hair. After killing her in a hotel room, he drove her body to the outskirts of Las Vegas and rolled her body down a steep slope. Little sketched this victim during one of his confessions in 2019. Los Angeles, California in 1996. Little confessed to strangling a thin white female in 1996. She was about 5 feet tall and weighed 110 pounds. After killing her in a bathroom of a vacant house, he undressed her below the waist and unsuccessfully attempted to perform a post-mortem anal sex before sitting her body up in the bathroom and leaving. Necrophilia much? Yeah. Los Angeles, California, 1984. Little confessed to strangling a short, thick, black female in 1984. After killing her, he had sex with her body on a service road 
off of the I-10 before dragging her halfway up a hill and leaving her there. So the man was a necrophiliac. Apparently. Dude, dude was seriously fucked up. That, that, that's mean, what I'm saying. He's a necrophiliac. Father is to it. Little had a long-term girlfriend, Aurelia Jean Dorsey, since deceased, who supported them both through shoplifting for years. On May 28, 71, he was arrested in Cleveland with his girlfriend at the time, Lucy Madero, and they were charged with robbery of a gas station. While in jail, Madero confided in her cellmate, Dorsey, that she would be testifying against Little in the subsequent robbery case in 72. When the case went to trial, Madero testified against Little, but his defense team was able to plan for it with the help from information passed on by Dorsey. Little was eventually found not guilty. Dorsey and Little were together until she died of natural causes. A brain hemorrhage in Los Angeles in 88. She was 27 years older than Little. Little died on December 30th, 2020 in Los Angeles County Area Hospital. Although California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation Sources indicated no cause of death, Little suffered from diabetes Heart problems and other health conditions. Yeah, I think. Dude was psycho. Dude had issues. Do you think he raped his girlfriend's body after she died? <clears throat> Probably not. He's already in jail. Oh, no, I guess. No, he was out when she died. Yeah. Do you think he did what he did to his victims to her? I don't know. That's kind of crazy, though, when you think about it. He was a necrophiliac. What do you expect? It's kind of crazy to think that he had a long-time girlfriend this whole time. And she didn't give a shit. And he was going around doing this. She's like, keep doing what you're doing. Just, just don't tell me about it. Yeah, he didn't do it to her. He didn't kill her. Right? And it's crazy to think that she would be okay with that. About him murdering and fucking dead bodies? <clears throat> yeah. That's the best way of saying it. That I can't call him a necrophiliac. He was a murderer who fucked dead bodies. Like, that's fucking insane, dude. That's fucking gross. Dude, it's fucking psycho. I wonder, hey, I wonder if he died of COVID-19. You got it. He died in 2020. Probably. So, he more than likely got wrote down as COVID-19. I don't know. That dude was <laughs> fucked up. You got a lot of issues. I keep feeling bad because every time I blow my vape smoke. Yeah, apparently it all started back when he was in school and as a teenager saw his teacher rubber his rubber neck and he like really got into strangling people. Is that how he got his rocks off? Jesus. Yeah, there, you know, dude, there's some people that really like choking. But to the point of death? I know. I'm just saying. Not me being really loud because I wasn't near the pop filter when I said that. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, dude. Like, Ooh, there's some dude. people, man, they, they are in the fucking choking. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the light choke, man, but come on. To the point <clears> where they're <throat> grasping for air because they can't breathe and then they die and you still proceed to make them nude below the waist and stick your dick in well, the asshole. Cool, the way we read it, though. He killed them first, did strip them from their waist down. That's why I yeah. said he was a necrophiliac. And he didn't stick it in their fucking private. He stuck it in their ass. Well, he tried to. It was unsuccessful. Yeah. Uh, that was unsuccessful. It was unsuccessful. So anal. then he started sticking in the butthole. No, it was unsuccessful. The anal. second time, it wasn't unsuccessful. The second time, he just fucked her. Yeah, the second time, he just fucked her. Well, yeah, you can't fuck an asshole on a dead person. It's going to clench shut. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't fuck dead people. Yet. Neither do I, no, but shit. it just makes sense. Your either. muscles contract. I don't either, man. That, that's just fucking weird. <clears throat> when you die, your muscles contract. So. That dude obviously was 
Mentally fucked in the head. Some had a But so that. fucking lucky, dude. But the fact, the fact that he kept getting arrested, it just they kept letting him go. Yeah, that blows my mind. That's what even after attacking me. government officials, and they let him go. I'd have been like, nah, bitch, you're stuck <clears> here forever. Like what? <laughs> dead people, and you attack government officials <laughs> in a fucking padded cell. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, okay, so he was arrested for murder in Florida. Yeah. Got off, got off from that because there wasn't enough evidence. Extra, extra got it over to another fucking state for murder. Got off Sorry. there. Arrested for umpteen robberies and attacking a government officials and got off and all that. Don't get me wrong; like he spent some time in prison. Well, the only thing he learned in prison is how to do it better. And obviously, he wasn't talking about it. He wasn't telling people, "Hey, I'm doing this." No. Like up until he was already in prison, he stayed. He was innocent. Once he was there and he knew he wasn't going nowhere, fuck it, why not? Once he was finally sentenced there with life sentences with no parole, and he knew he wasn't getting out. Well, then they ended up getting his DNA, finding his DNA on multiple victims. So he knew he was screwed. And then he just kept getting extradited to other fucking states to get stand trial. That's just insane. Then he started confessing because he was trying to get out of Los Angeles. Yeah. But that was just but then they're dying in California anyways. He's just trying to get out of Los, Can- Los Angeles prison. That's all but he's trying to do. But the fact that he committed so many of them in Los Angeles and didn't get caught. I know. There's a lot of them that was right there in Los Angeles for that long And they were time all unnamed. And never got vic- caught. Most of them were unnamed victims. Well, and it's insane to think too, like, I, I get his victim pool. Drug dealers, prostitutes, or druggies, prostitutes, homeless. Like, this is all high-risk lifestyle. But as we all that know. many of them, though, in one area, you think he would have got caught way before he did. Because that many, going to want to be a noticeable that many. Come, come on. I know. In one area. But, like I said, he went for people of high-risk lifestyle. He didn't just stay to one place. He traveled back and forth across the country. Man, he didn't <clears> stay in <throat> one place because he knew if he did, he'd get caught quicker. And he wouldn't. And he wouldn't leave him where he killed him. A lot of times, he'd take him somewhere else and drop him. Right. So, I, as shocking as all this is, he was pretty fucking smart. My thing is, how did he not get caught transporting him? Like, how did somebody not see him carrying a dead body to a car? No shit. Right. Like. Great. Then there wasn't all the cameras like we have now. Cameras. I mean, there was a lot. There were several of them that he, he already given him rides places. He killed him in the car and then dropped him somewhere else. But there were several where he killed him one place and then took him another. Place. Like how how did somebody not see that? You could have made up a lie. Oh, they're just really drunk. Yeah, you know. Have you ever tried to carry dead weight? Yes, I'm just saying. I've carried dead weight. It sucks. Uh, that's not easy. Uh, being drunk or, well, dead, still be dead weight. And, like, people would start looking like, all right, what the fuck's going on? You would at least think, who and, knows? And, in Los Angeles, there's always going to be somebody somewhere. Yeah. It's Los Angeles. The town that never sleeps. <laughs> the place that never sleeps. So is Vegas. So is New York. Like, it's Los Angeles, for Christ's sake. So you're telling me 
there wasn't somebody that saw something at all the people that he victims he killed there. Like somebody didn't notice something. And the fact that he he done it so often. Like I get like he spaced him out a little bit. But if you have a couple in a year, you think some people would start like piecing it back together. Right, that's what I say. Like, how did how did somebody somebody not notice? Like, especially in that big of a area, you know, Los Angeles is a big place, a lot of fucking people. And it's one of the places where. And how do they go marked as accidental or overdoses? Right. They well, not like, they can't test for drugs at all. I mean. Well, like you said, a lot of us were drug users and prostitutes, so they were all using drugs, so they just assumed overdose. Yeah. That's crazy. Terrible. Beth picked out a really good serial killer. Back she then. She sure did. Back then, they didn't have all the technology we have now. I know, now it would be way harder to get away with that. But still, that that many in that area, and nobody, nobody noticed anything. No shit. Like, nobody saw him transporting a dead body somewhere? Like, no shit, dude. You would have thought somebody would have seen something. Right. This is insane. Uh, but yeah, Beth picked out a really good serial killer. Just age ranges from, like, teenagers to 50-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, <coughs> including the race. Like, he switched races and... Great. Yes, they were all in a certain pool of people, but age range, race, like he didn't stick to just black women. He's killed white women, Hispanics, blacks. You know, all over the place. All the same way, he strangled them, but apparently punched them, whatever else, and then stripped them down. Whatever else he fucking did to them. Jesus Christ. Alright, five star review on that podcast on yeah, Spotify. Please. Yeah. Uh, reach out to us on X yeah, yeah. at Creeptastic Nerd. See, I remember this now. <laughs> yeah. Facebook and Instagram at the Creeptastic Nerds. Or you can email us at the Creeptastic Nerd at gmail.com. Please reach out to us. Seriously. Like I said, tell us what your favorite your favorite your favorite pie is. Is it a pumpkin or is it apple? We'd like to know. True that. Uh, now I'm just going ahead and make an announcement. Now we will be switching the the rate we come out with episodes at the beginning of the year. Uh, when we come back from our Christmas break, uh, we will be switching our rate we release episodes they'll actually go from every week to every other week hopefully that'll make make it a little bit easier for all of us to get together and record and i mean that'll also be season three when we're coming back with it so yeah see breaking it up in seasons now hopefully we can get more guests on and or returning guests for season three yes tyler's pretty excited about one potential returning guest yeah i am and not next week, yeah. but the next time we record, there will be a new Creeptastic Nerd. That there will be. Oh, and by the way, Beth told me you got 10 days to get what you need, man. <laughs> <laughs> she really wants some damn Oreo balls. 
told me to tell you that. <laughs> she does, dude. Ever since I told her you made them, she really wants those. <laughs> she, she has that kid, man. She, she, she can have them if she wants them. <laughs> and now she, she can't have it with her, di with her diabetes or whatever. Her gestational yeah. diabetes. That, that's the word. <laughs> yes. I could think of the damn word for a second. Oh, dude, she, she's really looking forward to it now because that means for, like, Thanksgiving, she can have pie and her pumpkin roll that she makes. Uh, you know, everything that she ain't supposed to eat right now, she can finally have it. <laughs> She's looking forward. <laughs> it is legit. She's like, dude, she is like crossing off days on the calendar, big calendar, <laughs> to get there. <laughs> <coughs> to be fair, she's been doing that for like the last few months, but now it's like she makes sure she's crossing them bitches off. She's excited. I bet. Well, I mean, multiple reasons. One, she wants to meet. Caleb, but also because she's just done being pregnant, man. She's so over it. Oh yeah. You see the new the new person on the front porch now? Yes. Yeah. It's sound activated. It's sound activated? Yeah. Well he didn't move when I walked in the door. You gotta make you gotta make noise like I did. I said if this fucker jumps at me like And it'll go off. <laughs> like you gotta be fairly loud for it to go off. Thank God. Dude, Kentley hated coming in here. Like when Pennywise was out there, she hated it. You're mean, Mister Green. That's fucking great, dude. Because I asked Beth, because Beth showed me the picture. Because you posted, apparently your mom posted it on Facebook. Oh, she did, yeah. And Beth goes, "Oh, look, Mindy got her new porch decoration. She showed me. I was like, I wonder if it sings. You're a mean it one, Mister Green. It does." <laughs> Yeah. Then I walked past it and I was like, well, maybe it don't. Yeah, it's it's noise activated. I wish it would have been sen more censored activated like Pennywise, but apparently it's not. Where'd you get that at? Uh, Home Depot. Home Depot. Bet you your grandpa's pretty happy about that. He doesn't know we have it yet. Yet. Wait till he comes visit. That man's got so much good shit. I'm surprised he don't have it. I think he actually did have one at one time. Really? I think so. Your grandma probably. I don't know. I don't out. know what all grinch shit he has. I mean, he's got boxes upon boxes upon boxes. He's got all kinds of grinch shit. Probably not something your grandma would want around, though. And he just keeps getting more and more. <laughs> kind of like your mom and Winnie the Pooh shit. Cause he had so many things this year. Like we, us kids, get him grinch shit all the time and for Christmas and. Well, yeah. I mean. He loves the Grinch. Why wouldn't you get him Grinch for Christmas? Oh, Jay, I forgot to mention, now you're not the only one with an injured finger from a door. Poor Jay. Yeah, poor Jay had it happen twice. <coughs> Ironically enough, both times was me. That was true. <laughs> Your wife did it the first time. I then know. I did it the second time. Yeah. Then my brother did it the second time. The second time, yeah. Between both fucking car doors. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now this one I slammed in a locked vehicle. Because <coughs> I just locked the door without my finger cleared the door Man, when I it and it got stuck. I got a payment this month and a payment next month and my truck is paid off. Fucking right, dude. Unfortunately, <sighs> I can't drive it. So I get a fucking transmission. But at least yeah. it's paid off and you no longer have that payment. Yeah. Really paid off. Which means you can take that money and put it towards 
getting yourself a new transmission. I see you gonna take it back to the same guy again. Uh, I don't know. I he didn't did, think about that. He did a pretty good job doing your your engine for you. I mean, if I can get the money and if he's available to do it, but we, otherwise, me and Dad don't put it in. But problem is for me and Dad to find the time. Yeah, that's why I didn't know if you were taking someone or. I know your dad's a busy man. Especially with holidays coming up. You know what I mean? So we had a meeting at work, right? Yeah. Town hall meetings, what it was called. Requirement for me to go. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, man. All right, so I went to this stupid meeting, right? Oh, the city council meeting? No. Or is it actually it, in the town hall? Or is it no, there? it's at sunset. It's for work. It's like Sunset employees and Sunset apartment employees have to go to. Uh, so we go to this meeting, and you have to sign in at this meeting. Everyone else just signs in with on paper. Well, they have a QR code for you to be able to sign in on your phone. So, I, Penny, the one, the housekeeper I work with, she goes, "Hey, you you either sign in right there." I was like, "Well, there's a line for people that need to be signed, in, you know, to try to sign in." She goes, "Well, you can technically use that code right there." She goes, but I don't know how to do it. <clears throat> I was like, oh. Walked up. Boom. Signed in. Literally, the line hadn't even moved yet. And I already fucking signed in and sat down. She goes, are you already signed in? I was like, yeah. She goes, well, how do you do that? So I got my phone back out. Walked up. I was like, look. You pull up your camera. And I showed him. You know, pulled up my camera. I was like, you walk up. Just do this. And I showed him how to use the QR code. Well, I didn't realize all the people that's in the room. Some of them were just there to talk. One of them was from the IT department. They were trying to transfer everything over to QR code. They don't want to do paper anymore. They want to do all off your phone. And I was teaching them how to do the QR code. And she realized, I know how to do those. So they're like, well, we're starting this technology team. Damn, Tyler. You got the whole damn room full, boy. They're starting a tech team. And people already work there. And one of them is another lead maintenance technician named Justin, ironically enough. Uh, and she goes, but I nominate Justin to be on it. Talking about me. Because she watched me teach two people how to use QR code. It's like, I don't know if I really want more responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I already have enough. It's enough, just two of us that Sunset Apartments maintaining that building. There's always something going bad. Oh man, look at this picture of Ziva. Tell me what you see. Ziva I see from some titties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it says, "Looking so sexy, just for my fans." Can't cross it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, okay. Alright, so, again, five-star review on Apple Podcasts yes, and Spotify. Please. Reach out to us on X at Creeptastic Nerd. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Facebook and Instagram at The Creeptastic Nerds. Or you can email us at creeptasticnerd at gmail.com. And we'll be back with you guys next week. Peace.